Hello and welcome to 251. Two pianists, five minutes, one subject. My name's Simon Whiteside. And my name's Nick Tomlin. And today we're going to be talking about the book Blue Notes in Black and White. Uh, this is a book by Benjamin Cawthra, um, which really charts the development of jazz photography from the swing era of the 1930s through to the 1960s and the, the rise of black nationalism. Um, and he, he really introduces us to the great jazz photographers and really focuses on their techniques, the way they um, approach their subjects, uh, etc. But I'm going to hand over to you, Simon, because you, I think you've got a lot more to say about this book. Uh, and you've actually read the whole book, which is, <laughs> which is uh, probably an advantage here. Yes, well, um, this is something we're trying to do uh, regularly on these podcasts is introduce some books about jazz uh, and try to also look at things which are not just directly about the music. So this is a book that, as, a, um, as many of you will know if you follow me, I'm into jazz image and photography and the illustration that goes around album covers and all that, that sort of thing. So I was really attracted to this book. And it takes us from the early photo essays of uh, Dijon Millet, who um, did some really he did some really interesting photo essays for um, the magazines in, in America, but uh, particularly focusing on swing dance and uh, the jam session. Uh, there was there's one called Jam Session, and in fact he made a film called Jam in the Blues, which is you know kind of the great and the good all together in his studio playing um, music. Uh, and then it takes us through the swing era and then really from the 40s through to the 60s, that's the main area. And he covers people like William Gottlieb and Herman Leonard, William Claxton, Francis Wolfe. And what's interesting for me is that it, it talks about, it's not a train spotting book in any way, but it does talk about the aesthetics and the um, technical challenges of taking low-light photography uh, in, in that day and age. Now, with digital cameras, you can basically point a camera in the dark and it will work it out for mm. you. But these people had to come up with ways of photographing. And some of the great Herman Leonard shots are very interesting because he, he wanted to get into... He liked music and he basically wanted... He was a photographer in order to finagle his way into jazz clubs free. But he, he got so he was so much on the scene that they let him set up flashlights in the on the stage, mm. and some of those amazing backlit shots with with the sort of smoke and everything mm. that was actually a flash going off behind Miles oh, Davis or okay. uh, that was triggered from his camera. And yeah, I mean, I don't think you I don't think a modern jazz club would let you do that. If I'm honest, no, no. Uh, and and also he looks at the. The, how the, those jazz images have made the record labels um, identities, like Francis Wolfe, obviously, at Blue Note, but other photographers as well, their photographs being used. Um, it, yeah, and all in all, I found it a very interesting read as a photographer, but as a jazz musician who also likes taking photographs, uh, of which there are many, and of, of course, you know, that it is something now with phones that many people do slightly more casually but these mm. these people were photographers who took photographs of jazz as opposed to people with cameras if that makes sense yeah yeah i suppose there's a bit of a distinction because there's a few musicians like milt hinton who who was a musician who took photographs but as you say it's slightly different if you're a professional photographer 
uh, taking photographs of musicians, I guess it's 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 different in a way. There, there are a few. I mean, Milt Hilton takes good photographs. I mean, there are a lot, a lot of people who are multi-talented, aren't there? Um, I mean, if you think about it, Stan Levy stopped being a jazz drummer and became a photographer. Mm, um, yes, that's true. Yeah. Uh, also, Dave Pell took quite a lot of album cover photographs mm. of West Coast people. Mm. Uh, it was another string to his bow. So quite a lot of these people are good as well. I mean, they're you know good amateur photographers mm, who, mm. who move across into making some money out of it. Well, we're going to wrap up now, but I uh, highly recommend having a look at that book. Yeah, and I, I, it's really made me want to read it. So, uh. <laughs> From me, Simon Whiteside, goodbye. And from me, Nick Tomlin, goodbye.